Welcome back to The Love Pod. I am so excited to announce that we have Kirsty Moore from Australia's Reality TV and Me podcast on the show today. We'll be talking about all your favorite dating shows from Married at First Sight, 90 Day Fiance, Love is Blind, and more. Stay tuned and here we go. Before we get started, a word from our sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is the leading provider of at-home health tests. If you're looking to improve your thyroid levels, Let's Get Checked offers a simple at-home health test. I did it myself and the process was incredibly easy, fast, and painless. Thyroid function is important for a number of different reasons like regulating your metabolism, brain development, and cardiovascular health. Some of the main symptoms of thyroid imbalance include weight gain. I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of it. Fatigue, depression, muscle cramps, and impaired memory. So how does the process work? Your test is delivered straight to your door. Self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger, and then mail the sample back in the prepaid envelope and receive your results along with 24-7 support and guidance from the LGC medical team. This week, Let's Get Checked wants to invite you to join their community with the 20% discount code LOVE20. That's L-O-V-E-2-0. Let's get checked. It's good to know. Hi, Kirsty. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. I know it's been difficult with the, the time change. Oh, it always is. Don't worry. We'll do our best. And look, now we're <laughs> falling apart with sound because I'm sure everyone's on the internet at the same time <laughs> with the state of the world that's upon us. But we're still trying oh, to put yeah. out some content. And look, if we're going to sound like uh, dying robots, that's how we're going to sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least you've got something to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Jordan is on the line as well, our, our dying robot over there. How you doing, mm-hmm. Jordan? I'm doing good. I guess I'm not sounding very good. <laughs> <laughs> beep, boop, 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 maybe beep. hopefully fix that in editing. <laughs> um, so let's just jump right into it. We only have a half hour today, but I, I want to talk about, I think first, maybe let's talk about like the big questions that people ask about Love is Blind. Okay. Uh, and then maybe we can compare it to some of the other popular reality shows out there. So what are the, the biggest questions you've gotten about the show? Because I'm sh- I want to see if it's the same in Australia as it is over here. Okay, so I know that you guys have been talking to a few people, I think, from, from the show that were uh, cut out mm-hmm. of the edit. So, I mean, have you spoken to anyone yeah. that got engaged on the show that they didn't or anyone that they had a really cool love story, but they didn't show any of it? Yeah. Yes. So I actually went live with uh, Lexi Skipper uh, today, who got engaged to Wesley, and they didn't show that. And we had talked in previous episodes to Rory and Danielle, uh, Mm -hmm. who had gotten engaged as well, and to Andy, who didn't get engaged on the show, but met his girlfriend through Danielle. Um, And they're together today now, you know, a year and change later. So, yeah, we've talked. I think we've gotten everybody who got engaged but didn't get covered because that was the most interesting on our side, too. That's crazy. Like, that's three more couples we could have gotten out of it. And we don't get to see those love stories at all. I mean, that's a whole nother season. I'm so shocked they didn't put that in. I know. And Lexi said they didn't really have the resources. They weren't expecting that many people to get engaged. But I can't imagine them never showing footage of 
at least up to them getting engaged, even though they didn't go to Mexico. Yeah, weird. Is um quick here. Is Wesley the guy that we saw for five seconds in one episode that uh, added himself as a virgin, and then we never heard from again? <laughs> that was Taylor. <laughs> okay. Um, Wesley's the one who said he was short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was. He was on for five seconds and said he was short. Oh, and I God, actually, that's the first guys. thing I saw when I started watching. And I was like, oh, I'm short too. I want to watch because I bet there's going to be like all different people. And I'm like, nope, they're all hot. They yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all hot. And even, oh God, I've forgotten everyone's names already. Messica's fiance. What's his name? Oh, Mark. Mark. Oh my God. Mark. I've lost it all. Uh, even Mark, you know, they were making out that he was this tiny, tiny little man. He's like 5'11 or something. He's almost six foot, but all of the other guys are like 6'3 and stuff like these monsters. So they're like, oh my God, he's so small. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for him. I know. Well, I think Jordan, Jordan, you're short as well. Cause I'm in the short club. I'm just under five, four. <laughs> so to me, everybody's a giant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, are, how tall are you? Again? I'm about five foot five. Yeah. I'm a good okay. five, five no, as well. <laughs> you guys are average. I just, I, even, I mean, Wesley, they said was like five, nine. So that's not short either to me, but Maybe it's just because I'm I'm a short person. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. But Taylor just... actually is not a virgin anymore, or was he li- lying? What was that about no, then? Like at all? <laughs> what the hell? What did he, he say I guess that? they cut out the rest of. I don't. Th- I think he said more, and that's just the part that they used. That's just a guess. Um, <laughs> but he's yeah. I. That's you, so you bad. Get him on to clear that up, but. <laughs> Oh my God. Can you imagine (laughs) you're in like, you're literally 15 seconds of fame is just being like, yeah, I'm a 35 year old virgin. I don't know how old he is, but you're like, Oh, I'm so sorry, Taylor. That's so bad. And he's probably like, yeah, I was a virgin once when I was 16. (laughs) <laughs> but they just cut the rest yeah, of it. We're like, I'm a virgin to like skydiving or something, and they just say, yeah. and they just cut, I'm a virgin. <laughs> they were loving that. So, a lot of people asked, I don't know if you get this, but like how recent the show was, and don't realize that it wasn't filmed. It was filmed back in October of 2018, November 2018. That's right. Yeah, it was filmed like a year and a half ago. So, that's exciting for me because. You know, usually with, we see it with like The Bachelor and other dating shows and stuff, you know, they finish and then I guess they have a contract to pretend that they were together for six months. And then, so by the time the show already comes out, they're already broken up and, you know, it's, it's kind of, you lose some of the, the fun of it all. You want to pretend at least for a little while that love is possible in this day and age of the <laughs> Tinderverse before, you know, it kind of all goes to shit. But this show, you know, the couples that have lasted, that means they have lasted a good year and a half. And that's kind of exciting because if you can get past that first kind of, you know, honeymoon phase, maybe there's hope that it'll last. So especially excited, of course, for Lauren and Cam. 
the beautiful love boats of this oh, season. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, look, they have lost <laughs> me a little with their it, like their Instagram and their socials and being all up in that grill. But I still love them. Yeah. I love their puppies. I want them to make caramel babies like yesterday, and I'm <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for their love story. I really like. I know a lot of people aren't fans. Jordan's and. Nikki's neutral, but Jordan's definitely not a fan of Amber. Mm. Um, but I really like Amber and Barnett. I think they would like be cool to hang out with. And I definitely understand what you're saying. Lauren and Cameron are everywhere now. Yeah. And it's almost like with, I know a lot of people, at least on our show, haven't watched The Bachelor, but like Colton before he became The Bachelor and was on Becca's season and then was on Bachelor in Paradise and then was The right. Bachelor. And it was like, okay, that's good. <laughs> We're good now. Yeah, yeah, like um, you almost get a little but, bit fatigued by it. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, you just, everybody still loves them, and I I think is a lot of people are pulling for them to have a reality show. I don't. What do you think? I don't know. I feel well, like that would like ruin it. Or Lauren and Cam. Either. If either, okay. like either couple were to have a reality show. Look, I don't know. I, I spoke to Kate Casey a few weeks ago uh, about Love is Blind and she'd had the creator of the show on her podcast and they'd said they, yes, they want to do another season, but not just another season. They want to do spinoffs. So I don't know if that would involve probably following the couples that have made it. Look, I honestly, I'm not interested. I I think you guys have said on your Twitter that you wish you could have seen more time in the pods. For me, I agree. Like that was the most interesting part of the process. I don't really, I could have done without like the family visits. The honeymoon was okay, but really like what was exciting was, was watching that love flourish in the pods and waiting for them to see each other for the first time. And, you know, all that kind of stuff was really cool. And it only yeah. lasted a couple of episodes. So, you know, I think they could draw that out and make more of a season from that. And then maybe even do the, like, and if they were going to do a spinoff, it would have been better in my opinion for them to then follow the couples that made it in the pods into the outside world into you know their weddings and that kind of thing could be an extra part because a cut this this whole series 10 episodes it just flew it was so fast-paced and I love that but I would have would have loved so much more time in the pods and even getting to know some of the other couples I would have liked to see some of the couples that made it who had connections with other people we kind of touched on that a little bit but it could have been so much more complex and deeper Mm -hmm. and I don't know that kind of stuff is really cool they could have fleshed it out a lot so hopefully they do more of that in seasons to come. But in terms of spin-offs with just following the couples that have made it, like Lauren and Cam or Amber and Barnett, the frat kids, I, I don't, I'm not interested. I, like I don't need another keeping up with the Kardashians, but like breakdown <laughs> style, you know, I just don't. <laughs> Yeah, I wish because we see these little glimpses of the other characters that we've talked about and other people on the show where you see them for five seconds or you see a very short clip of them. And I feel like we didn't get it. I mean, obviously, you get more invested later on, but you don't see that much of the couples pre-Mexico to really mm-hmm. dig into their relationships. And then why show the other people at all? Because then you're like, well, who is that? But what happened there? Exactly. <laughs> the version guy just well, yeah, there were so many extra people. There was, yeah, there was a ton of them. I mean, do you know the numbers? Was there like 20 people? Because it was, it seemed like a lot. 15, okay, yeah. On each side, like 15 boys, 15 girls? 
Yes. Wow. That's a lot of stories. And I think they said they started with more than that. Wow. Jordan, do you know, somebody mentioned they started with like, I want to say 50 or something like that. Oh, wow. No, I don't know. I know when we talked to Danielle and Andy, they said it was 15 that they went in with, but I don't remember that. Wow. Yeah. We don't know how, how quickly they whittled it down. Other than once they got to the five couples, obviously they let the other two couples go. But I think there were guys that left. There were people that left before that. Yeah. Jordan, what do you think? Would you want to see more of the pods or a spinoff? What kind of other Love is Blind series would you want to see? Yeah. Okay. So just like as y'all are talking about this, I'm just like picturing a show, like a completely different show because it would be in the pods. Like we would kind of get connected to all of them, like all of the people and all of their relationships. And then at the end would be the big upset about whether they got engaged or not or whatever. Yeah. I, that's what I thought it was going to be. Actually, I was really shocked when they were meeting each other for the first time on like episode two and three and get, I, I thought the whole thing was, will these people get engaged by the end of the experiment? Like I thought that that the pods was going to be the show and then it would be finished with the big finale of them meeting. So um, I was really shocked when it moved so fast paced and I don't know. I, I feel like that could have that could be a really fun show in itself. I loved the pods. And they filmed like 16 hours of dates a day. You know, that's a long time. So there is a lot of gold in there that we missed out on, like Lauren doing uh, Star Wars voices with Damien. Like, I want to see that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would have been more interesting. Yeah. You would think, especially now, like the Bachelor creators have talked about releasing like favorite episodes or or blooper clips and things like that. You would think Netflix is like, hey, everybody's watching right now. Why don't we put out more of our number one show? Exactly. That would have been, I know we've talked about a little bit how the Married at First Sight, the most recent season, I think you said, or the season prior, two of the couples kind of had some drama. I don't know if you want to go into that, but is it, is that typical for there there to be way more drama on Australian TV, that reality TV than American? Because I feel like the circle and love is blind were pretty wholesome. And then Um, that story is like the complete opposite. (laughs) I think the way I think about it, because I cover the Australian Married at First Sight on my podcast, um, Reality TV and Me, and I cover the American one on um, my friend Erin Martin's podcast, Pink Shade. And there, I just really think of them as two different, two completely different shows because the American one this season, they have four couples and they're or four or five, I always forget, and they are legally married and they make a really big point of that. And I think that makes people try a lot harder and hold on to something that really isn't there a lot of the time. This season, all of the men are trash. They're just absolute assholes. Uh, <laughs> it, like, I don't even know what, what the girls are hanging on to. It's it's rough stuff to watch. Like, like it's borderline abusive in some of these relationships, but I, it's kind of more yeah. of a slow burn. Like, it's that kind of deep-seated resentment that builds over over generally over like a 10 year period where you're like, yeah, we're going to snap in the night and kill that person one day. Whereas Australian married at first sight is like, I fucking hate you. And I'm going to stab you in the eye with a fork 
right now and let you know how I feel. That hasn't, <laughs> technically, that hasn't happened, but it's more like wine being thrown in people's faces, people cheating with other people's husbands. There was a, to- a toothbrush in the toilet incident when a husband was really mad at his wife. The, it's, it's madness, and they go through so oh. many couples. They're not they're not legally married, but they go through the whole process of the ceremony and the dress and all that kind of bullshit. And so they're kind of playing, playing house in a way. And I think because of, because it's not the legal marriage, they feel like they can be a little bit more free, I suppose. And it's not so intense, but yeah, they, they have like, right. I think they've been through about at least eight couples and we're finally down to four. So it's, it's madness, but it's really just a different show. I kind of like to think about it. I don't know if you watch this. I I used to watch, um, Jersey Shore and then Geordie Shore came out. And when Jersey Shore came out, we were all like, oh, (laughs) my God, this is wild. We're watching 20-year-olds have sex on TV, getting getting wasted, going to the smush room with multiple people. What is happening? And then Geordie Shore came out and we were like, oh, fuck, this is next level. Like, I didn't think it could get any worse or any (laughs) dirtier, but this shit is wild. People are, like, pissing the bed. Like, it's just absolutely mayhem, mayhem. So that's how I like to think of Married at First Sight US compared to Oz. It's like, yeah, Married at First Sight DC is you pretty well. Get better stuff. Well, I don't know if it's better. It's certainly crazier. And <laughs> my my friend that I cover it with, Jacques, he he really hates this season because he hasn't he's been watching from the start and he's finding it really fake and contrived and uh, over the top. So, you know, there's that kind of element as well where I like I like the American version because it's a little bit more real, even though it's slower. But the Aussie ones are very intense and there's always something going on. But you don't know how much of it is actually real or people just kind of building storylines to cause drama. So uh, give and take, they're both good, but they're very, very different. That always worries me about, okay, so they're probably going to do more Love is Blind and are people that are going to go on really be looking for love or will be the bachelor where they're looking for Instagram sponsors. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you prefer, I mean, you said you prefer the American one because they're more invested, but Jordan, like which, which would you rather see? Cause I'd kind of rather see the fighting and the drama. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would rather see more drama. I was actually really disappointed (laughs) that there wasn't a lot of drama on love is blind other than diamond and Carlton, which was kind of boring. Yeah, that their drama um, was what like did you uncomfortable. Think oh, when Carlton yeah. got down on one bloody knee and Diamond's just <laughs> like a like a fox in the headlights, like shitting herself that he's about to propose again <laughs> on national television. He must have obviously smelt her fear because he's like, oh, oh, don't worry, I'm not proposing. It's a friendship ring and who knows what will happen in the future. And she's just like, I want you out of my life. <laughs> oh, Carlton. Though. No, Carlton's lost his damn um, mind every second day on social media. It's like he's either having a meltdown or he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I love everyone. And then the next, next day he's like, fuck you all. I'm deleting my accounts. Why are you all do this to me? And then the next day he's like, hey. sorry, guys, love you. Hey. I can't handle him. me on Twitter. Did he? Well, you're lucky. Yeah, and we- I never, I've never talked to him. <laughs> if 
that's yeah, why you got so you know the drama that we had with yes you. well and honestly I, I read your those messages that you guys posted on your twitter with your interaction with him and he goes from zero to 60 and that's what i've come mm-hmm. to see from from him and i had like a weird interaction with him as well um when i was trying to be nice and that seems to be like a trigger he doesn't it's kind of like his relationship with diamond he doesn't know how to handle people being kind and i think he takes it as sarcasm or somebody like taking the piss or something because he just loses his mind (laughs) so I think you're lucky in that you've been blocked by him honestly (laughs) I mean I feel bad for the poor guy I think he needs to go to therapy or something oh Oh, for sure but I mean and the funny thing is so he blocked he blocked Jordan but I had told him it was me and he didn't block me Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess my face him? triggered him. Your face triggered well, him. <laughs> so honestly, he. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> what did he accuse you of? He used of clout chasing his 1400. So, like, trying to go after him to get more famous off his fame. Oh my God. With his, he has 1400, I think, Twitter followers. Jordan, Jordan's account's newer. I've had my account a long time. And so I miraculously somehow have more followers than Carlton. Oh, Big deal. Yeah. I've had mine since 2014. I got on there because of the podcast and I <laughs> hadn't tweeted since 2015. I was like, this is pathetic. I still haven't tweeted yet. Have you oh, not? No, and we tag you all the time, but you're the one who's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious so, oh, oh my goodness i mean i don't i wouldn't want to be involved in the drama but i would like to see more drama no 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 it's like often people ask me if i want to have um because i used to cover a lot of housewives on my podcast they ask oh would you ever want to interview a, a housewives person and who i'm like uh hell no i want to watch these people from afar <laughs> I don't want to be in that world. I am terrified of these people. I'm quite happy sitting back on my couch, watching on my laptop, doing my thing (laughs) in my own little bubble of the world. Even though I am halfway across the world, I don't want to get involved in that shit. No, I'm safe here. Yeah, you want to watch the train wreck. You don't want to be on the train. Exactly. I got my own shit to deal with. (laughs) We've been pretty lucky in that every, for the most part, with with the exception of that one interaction, everybody's been really nice. But then I was like, I want to cover Love After Lockup. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it. And I I used to watch a bit of it, but it's hard for me to get here. I most I actually still listen to podcasts that cover it every now and then just to kind of keep up in the in the business of it but I find it really distressing so I don't know I kind of pop in and out but I think it's worth it because it's it's wild it's a shitstorm but could you imagine so my my fear was like okay so if we cover this we're gonna we would have people on from the show but I would be so scared oh no I wouldn't have would, people on from guys- the show hell no I mean can you imagine Tracy Wagamar or whatever her name is coming on your show no, she will hunt you down and steal your dog for money. Like, don't do it. I didn't say that. <laughs> if she, don't you, can't, sorry, you can't have her on now because then she'll come to Australia and kill me. I'm not, I'm like scared for my life at this stage. Oh my gosh. You wake is, up and there's a horse head in your bed. Yeah, no, I, I'm like, I have 14 cats and I'm scared that they'll be abused. So I'm just going to like lock the doors and go hide under my covers, which is essentially what my life is right now anyway. So look, nothing's changed. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. We've got to do this again. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the half hours are fun and we'll just have to do it a couple more times. Definitely. (laughs) And I wanted to mention just for your listeners, I split my podcast. So I'm, I'm always, everything that I do is on reality TV and me, if you search that name in your podcast app. But I also just released a separate podcast for all of the Love is Blind episodes. So if you don't watch Married at First Sight or any of those other shows, you can just listen to all of the Love is Blind episodes. Um, and that podcast is Love is Blind and me. So if you go to my um, socials, everything's there. So on Instagram, uh, at reality TV and me. All the links will be there. I'm also on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, I'm She's Pernicious in an homage to Camille Versace Donatachi Grandma, <laughs> whatever her name is these days. But, um, yeah, you can find me on all the <laughs> socials somewhere, somehow. <laughs> yeah, I was. that, that was going to be my last question is how can we find you online? But there you go. You're there so you professional. You've my, already covered it. My little spiel. And look, if you get confused, because I am under a couple of different <laughs> names, it's either Reality TV and Me or She's Pernicious. But if you just go to kirstenmore.com.au, everything's there. Everything that I that I make, I do, all the links is all there. So that's the easiest way to do it. Perfect. Well, thanks so much again for coming on. And everybody check out either the Love is Blind version or Reality TV and Me. And thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of The Love Pod. Remember, if you like the show, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Don't forget to drop a five-star review if you loved us. And if you don't, well, give us more time. We're working on it. We'll see you next week.